We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. And by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is the Sunday Sound Bites. My name is Chris Plank, fresh off a trip from Manhattan and a Sooner win where the offense clicked. Spencer Rattler looked good, but some issues on the defensive side of the football arose. Regardless, a 37-31 win for Oklahoma against a team that had their number the last two times that the Sooners had played Kansas State. Yes, Skylar Thompson did play. He looked good, threw for 320 yards and three scores, but he couldn't run the football. And Oklahoma, as has typified their defensive plan over the last couple of weeks, did a decent job trying to slow down the run. And Deuce Vaughn, who was held at 50 yards on the ground. The Sooners got their running attack going as a team, 32 carries for 131 yards, two scores, including one from Jeremiah Hall and one from Kennedy Brooks. And what a night for Spencer Rattler. His accuracy continues to be on point. 22 of 25 for 243 yards, two scores, and that one interception. Marvin Mims leading the way receiving for the Sooners with four catches for 71 yards. Oklahoma's now 5-0 and on the season as we get set for a huge showdown this weekend in Dallas 
with Texas in the Cotton Bowl. So what do you say we hear from the coaches and the players? As always, we start on the Sunday Sound Bites with Lincoln Riley. Awesome win, man. Uh, road, road victories are the sweetest of them all. And uh, uh, championship games maybe a little better than, than next road victories. And, uh, you know, you know it's going to be a battle. It was, obviously, you know, they, they, they do a great job here at home. I've uh, always been a tough team to play here. You know, you get their quarterback and what appears to be their leader, you know, returning. Um, all the emotions in the stadium, and, and I give our team a lot of credit. Uh, that, that winning here is always tough, and, and uh, we've, we've obviously seen how tough this is the last couple of times we've played them. So huge, huge road victory. Um, all sides took part in it. Uh, you know, again, very impressed with you know, Gabe Burkich. Again, just so so clutch for us. Thought he was fantastic on the day. Uh, you know, guys offensively played well, especially keeping their patience in the, in the first half when we had another didn't think there's any way we could get less possessions and then we had three I think the first half so and we just guys stayed with it did a nice job uh, defensively we had some big plays uh, obviously the the fumble recovery uh, by Benito on the on the force by Grimes it was the longest in school history had some key key stops um, but we we'd certainly we know we've got to be better there we didn't tackle very well in the open field um, made way, way too many uh, very simple mental mistakes that, that honestly, we, frankly, we haven't been having. And uh, so got to play more complete there. Um, but again, I, I give this team credit. You got to find ways to win. We've won in you know, several different ways now early in the season. And I think that bodes well because this team has some fight and some grit about them and we'll continue to improve. But a huge, huge momentum builder for us. And uh, we're, we're always, always thrilled to get out of Manhattan with the win. My neighbor. Yeah, Lincoln, uh, wanted to ask you about Spencer Rattler's performance. Uh, what stood out to you about that? How much better do you think uh, he was equipped to handle this atmosphere uh, than a year ago? And, and what does this mean for him uh, moving forward here to you know put together a, a 22 or 25 uh, type of performance today? Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, he, played, he played really, really well. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the kid's got the mental makeup to be a really good road quarterback. I don't think it um, – I think he embraces it, uh, has a, a real competitiveness about him. And he had a really good week. I uh, felt like he was really locked in. And uh, and, and I thought he, he stayed patient. You know, again, you're the, – the, the way the first half played out, you know, it had been easy to say, oh, shoot, here we go again, only getting this many plays or only getting this many drives or whatever. And, and he, he just kind of stayed and played and just executed plays as long as it went. So – he was good, you know. We did some really good things up front. Skill guys were good. Um, just, uh, you know, obviously played better there, and, and, and obviously we needed to. Our team needed us to. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Gary, Gary, Gary. I think you muted, Gary. I was bound to have to. Sorry about that. I wanted to ask about uh, Spencer as well. A lot of talk about him. Obviously, the last couple of weeks you just went over what he what he did well could, could you specify what I don't know I mean you're gonna downplay this probably but what did you do to help him get ready to respond like he did today how, how did you have a hand in this um you know, honestly he played he played about like he did the second half of Nebraska and, and the second half of West Virginia he just kind of he put it all together we got a few more opportunities um so I, I think it was just a for him I mean he's played at this level certainly during some 
good, strong stretches during the season. I think it was the most complete game. Uh, you know, he, he did a better job of starting fast and then just really maintaining it the whole way through and thought mentally was just into it the whole way. So, um, yeah, he did a nice job. He played well. Um, as far as my role in it, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's you tell him whatever you want. You know, guys have got to go respond. And I, I thought he responded well. Um, did a really nice job. So, um, proud of him and on to the next one. Hey, Y'all gonna tell those guys to be quiet right there, please. Hey Lincoln, I wanted to you. ask about the, um, the the onside kick that uh, that was double kicked. I wanted to uh, get about your impression of the challenge. Were you your communication process? Did you hear from upstairs? Did you just have an intuition? Did you see it on the big board? And then how that up eventually impacted the game? Yeah, a couple coaches on the sideline thought they saw the ball redirect, um, and then. You know, they challenged it initially, or the, they, they stopped it up top initially to see if he touched it before 10 yards. It was really, really close. So while that review was happening, we were able to get some more looks, and uh, we felt absolutely certain. And I almost didn't challenge it because rarely do you see a review. They stay with the call and then come back and challenge, and then they flip it. And so, uh, but our we were so sure. And then when I talked to the official after, I could tell they, they, told me that they did not review. They were all, all they were looking at was, did it go 10 or not? They weren't looking at, was it double hit? And uh, and so that at that point, we were confident enough up top and really good job by our coaches up top of communicating and seeing it. Um, and we were confident enough that we felt like it was worth a challenge. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I give the officials and the replay crew a lot of credit because they could have very easily saved face after already reviewing it once and just stayed with the call in the field. But it was clearly the right call and they, it was, you know, that kind of went through my head. I was like, all right, even if it's right, are they going to change it? Because it almost shows that they didn't see it the first time. And give them a lot of credit. I thought it was pro very professionally handled, and it was clearly the right call. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Very Lincoln, I was wondering if you could just talk about, you know, we, we watched your offense last couple of years, and, and the criticism always been that, uh, you can't maintain it throughout a game, but today you score on your first five drives, particularly those first three with a minute and a half, you know, remaining in the, in the first half. I, I'm curious, how is this a jump overall, not just for Spencer, but maybe for the offensive line, the running game, all of that stuff? The criticism, the, the criticism through the years is we haven't been able to maintain. We've had maybe the greatest offensive run in college football history in the last few years. So I would, I would, I would beg I, no, to differ I, there. And then the, the second part about it, no, I mean, I, I agree. I, we have not played perfect all the times, but we've been pretty damn good. Um, this was for this group this year, not comparing to any other group in a year. This was the best, most complete game that we've played. Uh, we feel like we can play a whole lot better. Um, but I thought we got some run game established. I thought that we we just got in a little bit more of a rhythm. And again, I was really, I was, I felt like we would handle it well. But after we've had the games we've had, where the you know it's been so low possession, after that first half, you know, and even throughout that first half, like how mentally were we going to handle that? It's like, man, you don't think you get anything less than four possessions in a game in a half, and all of a sudden we have three. You know what I mean? And so it was. I, I thought it showed some real mental toughness on, on our offensive guys' part. And uh, we played complete ball. Um, it gets a good group. I mean, they, they had been missing a few guys, got them back, and, and uh, it was a good, challenging group. It was a great atmosphere. And uh, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. I think our guys were better and more complete here through this game. Well, maybe I didn't phrase that right. I just, you mentioned it. I mean, your error from Argent was so yeah, small absolutely. today. 
Uh, and you've had games in the past where your defense has turned it over your offense. They haven't done anything with no. it. But today, maybe more so than any time last year, was this kind of the best that you've seen this offense with Spencer at the helm kind of manage that margin of error? Um, you know, they're all different. You know, they're all different. I mean, we had plenty of games, especially in the back half of last year, where we separated pretty good. You know, we just had so many, some of these low possession games, and there's been a lot of long drives, you know, kind of for both sides early in the year. So, I mean, it has – it does make you appreciate the possessions. Not, and not that they're not always important, but sometimes you get some of these games where both teams are going fast or hitting some big plays, and the possess, there's so many possessions, you know, that it changes, it changes so much that you just devalue them. But it's just different in these because you kind of go take the field every time knowing, like, this one's pretty big. You know, we may not have many more. we got to make the most of it. And we did do a better job of that today, yes. I appreciate it, Lincoln. You're welcome. Jesse Crindon. Hey, Lincoln, I wanted to ask about the uh, the start to the second half. You guys were able to come out and score on that first possession, then your yeah. defense got a, a three and out. I mean, did it feel like you guys really found a momentum, you know, after those those first couple possessions in the second half? Definitely, definitely. And I knew that was going to be important. Just you take us two years ago to this game, we played a decent first half. I think maybe went in with the lead or it was really close. And then and we had an awful, awful third quarter uh, here in 19. And so – uh, we really challenged the guys. You know, we knew we needed to come out and establish some momentum. We felt like we were close um, to doing that. Uh, offensively, we'd been playing well, knew we could get some momentum. Uh, and being able to back that up with the stop and a couple of scores there were, were obviously huge. Thanks, Lincoln. You're welcome. Kenny Carlson. Hey, Lincoln, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, play calling uh, on the offensive side. You guys were. Uh, zone runs and then getting some play action bootlegs and different things like that felt like the rhythm of the offense really kind of started to you mentioned rhythm earlier but it seemed like that maybe was part of the equation there what was the thinking in terms of just maybe more of that and how do you think it impacted things well, I think the biggest difference was we were able to establish some run game early um, and you know when you do that then you know, your play actions and all those things, you know, are, are certainly better. And so, uh, you know, give credit to our line and backs. Thought we, we had some, we were pretty efficient in the run game. We had a couple too many negatives there on the, uh, in the uh, second half. But, you know, we, we did some really nice things in the run game. Um, and that helps open up a lot. And then, you know, we protected Spencer pretty well. Um, they did a couple things different defensively. I thought our guys recognized it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it goes down to execution. I mean, we, you know, we tried to run it some last week too, and didn't have as much success. And it's you know, calling plays as you got forward momentum, or you're getting in second shorts, or you're moving the chains. It's you're going to feel the rhythm more just because they're more successful. And uh, so I think the big thing is we. I don't think there was anything magic about the schemes. I, I just think we 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 executed more clearly. Uh, I think we were a little more focused, had less breakdowns, and because of that, we're able to maintain some momentum. You feel like Spencer is, I mean, he looks very comfortable when he's on the move um, and he seemed to maybe tuck it to some that, you know, that we maybe hadn't seen him do quite so much this year. Uh, it looks like he's totally at ease with, with those sorts of things. Yeah, he is. He's always had a good feel outside the pocket. You know, he's, he's got the athleticism to get down the field some and make some things happen, but also, you know, he's, he's got such a 
a feel, um, you know, obviously like to, like to play to Mike Woods, you know, that I think he easily could have taken off. And I think had Mike not separated there in the back of the end zone, he, he, he would have. But that threat of being able to do both, seeing both, and having some patience when things break down, I think is a, is a, a skill that's, it, I think it's oftentimes been a strength of his, and it was really good today. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Lincoln, um, the penalties that you, you said you were, you know, that you guys had too many of them uh, on the offense. And, uh, but what is it, the balance that you have? You've had offensive line, offensive linemen like Orlando Brown that have been guys that yep. have, you know, been the guys that got personal fouls. But, and you kind of let it go because you knew that kind of put them in the mindset of being physical during the game. How does that balance as far as letting your offensive linemen you know, get physical, yeah. kind of, you know, get penalties here or there and, and, and not try to rein them back as opposed to getting on them. And then on that last drive uh, in the first half uh, where you kicked the field goal, did you all think about maybe taking a shot there? And what what is your mindset thinking? And, you know, with six seconds left on the 10-yard line, do we take a shot there or and maybe have a couple of seconds left? Or, or did you just automatically go, we're just going to take the field goal and we're going to take the ball uh, start the second half and, Take from there. Yeah, um, yeah. On the on the O line penalties, I mean, I I would say even with Orlando, we never let him go. Between Bob and myself, we we chewed a lot of his tail. Um, but you you did always appreciate the physicality uh, that that he played with, and there was an edge. And occasionally, occasionally, there's going to be an aggressive penalty that you can live with. So the ones you can't have are the false starts, all right, and the dead ball penalties. You just can't have them. They'll just kill you in football. I mean, it just – and we obviously had several today that are that are just totally unacceptable, and that's something we've prided ourselves on, and we've really done a pretty good job of up to this point this year of being a smart football team and not having a lot of those. And honestly, several of those today, you know, were, were huge, huge plays. Um, so uh, we got to be better. And now, our offensive line physicality, absolutely. We want to establish ourselves. That's, that's what the O-line at Oklahoma is known for. And, uh, but you can do that all right, without not jumping off sides and not having penalties after the play. There's going to be an aggressive hold every now and then. There's going to be some of those things. And that's, we don't want a bunch of them, but if we're knocking people off the ball and playing really physical, you can understand those. We gotta, we, the other ones that we can control, we have to be better. Um, and then, yeah, at the end of half, that was close. I mean, if we would, you know, if we'd had the timeout, possibly. There's just with six seconds, we did consider it. Um, part of it, I think, is the confidence in Gabe. Part of it, knowing we were going to get the ball to start the second half, um, you know. And then, you know, the other thing with six seconds left, occasionally can be, you know, they kind of know you're probably going to throw it too. A lot of times, you get more conservative coverage, you know. And, and you, I mean, you end up on a scramble, anything like that. Man, the half's over. So we just felt like it was a little too narrow to to uh, take a shot. Hey, Lincoln, could you talk, you know, this was a crazy game, and you talked about it all the time. you got to play every play. Could you talk about how crazy college football can be? <laughs> Two or three times it looks like you had this game one away, and something happens, and you got to come up with another big play. I mean, in college football today, you can never relax. Yeah, no, we, you know, we. I think the two biggest plays in the game, I mean, we, we get up, you know, multiple scores, and then we just immediately give up two huge plays. We give up the long throw, I think, after going up maybe 17 the first time. Then we go up again, and we, uh, you know, we get the penalty after the touchdown. We got to kick it from backed up, and you're just, 
it's a tough position against a good kickoff return team. I mean, you know, what do you do if you if you squib it or you or you you pooch it? You're, you're basically just giving them the ball at midfield. Um, you know, and and if, obviously if you kick it deep, you give a good kickoff return team more air. And I felt like that we would cover it better. We had a couple guys get washed down and I think fall down. I think we were in the right spot. Um, and uh, but obviously, you know, when you have that momentum. And you get that separation. That's when you got to be at your best. And we we maybe had our we had our most poor offensive play of the day, following in that touchdown, which was the penalty. Our most poor special teams play, which was the kickoff return for a touchdown, and probably our most poor defensive play of the day, giving up the huge bomb. I think which I think it was either first or second down. It was early in the drive. So I mean, we got to be at our best when we fight like crazy, and you get that momentum. Um, and uh, if you don't, then good teams uh, you give them opportunities. We mentioned the run of accuracy from Spencer Rattler and how solid he has been. Again, those final numbers staggering. Only three incompletions, 22 of 25, 243 yards, two scores. Did have the one interception, but afterwards feeling good about controlled swagger that this offense had. He'll explain. Uh, Thank you. I wanted to ask you just about how, the importance of the drive right before halftime we got the field goal. And then also the first drive, the second half. How big did that really set the tone for this game? <clears throat> you know, every drive to us, this game was was important. Uh, we came into this game working on our consistency uh, every drive, and you know, it just happened to be those two drives where we got in a two-minute situation, had to drive down again, and proved we could do it. And you know, set Gabe up to knock it right through. Uh, got us up by three, and then coming uh, after halftime, we knew we wanted to score. We knew we needed to score, and that's what we did. Also, wanted to ask you about Jeremiah Hall's game. Just to, how productive was he for you guys today? He's a dog. You know, he do, he does his job. He makes plays. Um, you can use him at running back and everything. He's a great player. Appreciate you, Spencer. Saved your call, man. Thank you. Go to uh, Jason Kersey next with the athletic. Hey, Spencer. Um, you know, in that first half, when you only have, I think before that last one, you only had two possessions. And that's kind of been a theme this year. You guys have been sort of limited on your possessions. Does that get frustrating standing on the sideline waiting for, for that opportunity? And, and does that slow down any momentum for you guys? You know, that's what we're working on. You know, it, you know having these low uh, you know, drive numbers, not getting as many drives, we gotta, we got to take every drive and, and treat it like it's our last. Because the numbers over these last couple of games have been very low, you know, compared to normal. So we just execute every drive. That's what we're working on. Go to Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports. Hey, Spencer. Um, I noticed you and I think three other teammates made a beeline for the end zone to, you know, to celebrate with the fans. After what happened last week, was there any trepidation uh, doing that? After the way some of those treated you? No, nah, that was the student section uh, last week. Yep. And they weren't at the game. So those are real fans up there uh, supporting us on the road. And uh, we, we appreciate them all the time. Go to uh, Bob Prisbillo. That's your first uh, road start with a fully packed crowd. What was the at the atmosphere like for you? Was it tough to adjust in any way? No, I like those atmospheres. Honestly, like those are my favorite atmospheres. Um, love love home games. Like we all say, uh, we all love a home game. But going away and making a, a crowd quiet and silent, no better feeling. And then we talked earlier this week about you guys trying to find that sense of urgency besides the first and last drive. Was there anything different about Tuesday and Wednesday that led that led you to believe that today you were going to see that result? 
Oh yeah, you know, I told I told you that's what we needed to work on, and uh, I thought we did a great job preparing this week. Uh, you know, to do that, you know, spreading up to the ball out of the huddle, uh, talking before every drive, getting getting our our mind right, and uh, I think almost every drive we we scored at least a field goal, but we got stopped a couple times, but you know we shot ourselves in the foot on on all of those, um, but we're good. Go to Jenny Carlson with the Oklahoman. Hey Spencer, I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about um, some of those early play calls. It looked like you guys were, you know, play actioning stuff. You were bootlegging. You were on the move. You, you know, we saw you run maybe as much as we have in quite some time. How comfortable are you in those situations, and how much did that help to build a rhythm for the offense early? Yeah, I love I love you know being on the run, uh, making plays to my guys. Uh, Coach Riley did a great job this week, you know, implementing that into our offense, and uh, it really uh, you know benefited us. Uh, that's some something I, I like to do. I'm comfortable with, and you know it worked all day. I noticed um, right after the game's over, one of the first people you encountered was Coach Riley, and you gave him a big hug. Yeah. Is that? I mean, it sounds like you guys really were locked in to try to figure out maybe how to unlock this offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we both had a feeling of. You know, we took a step. We, we, we took a step of where we want to go and, uh, you know, kind of had a, had a statement game and didn't even play near to what we should have. Um, left, uh, left a lot of money on the table, but uh, we're going to clean it up. Thank you. Thank you. Go to Ryan Chapman, SI Sooners. Hey, Spencer, just wanted to ask about your offensive line play today. It looked like they protect you a little bit better and you really got things going in the run game. What improvements did you see from them that allowed all that to kind of their, their, their mentality was, was right all week. You know, they knew they wanted to play a better game coming into this game. And, you know, they made it easy for uh, KB and Eric in the backfield and even me stepping up and running, um, you know, being able to sit back there and throw the ball around. They, they did a great job, and their mentality was just right this game. And Kennedy, too, big day for you guys, obviously. Um, was it frustrating at all for him this week, coming off a game with kind of limited touches, trying to get back to the slow things just to get the ball more? We all wanted to play better, you know, coming into this week. Uh, every person on the offense uh, takes accountability. That's something that's, that's important with our team. We never just look at one guy. It's always a group thing. So uh, I thought we did a great job. Everybody did a great job of, uh, you know, doing their job this week and playing a great game. All right, guys, we'll take one more for Spencer from Chamberlain and Brad. Uh, Hey, Spencer, wanted to get your thoughts on how your defense played today, uh, going up against Skyler there. Um, kind of a surprise on that end, but on top of that, how did it finally feel to uh, you know, beat these guys the first time in two years? Uh, what, what was the last part you said? Just how did it feel to finally beat Kansas State? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We'd be lying if we said this wasn't a game we wanted to come into and, and win. You know, they, they beat us these last two years. Um, they're always making it a close game like they did today towards the end. Um, but much respect to them. Thompson's a great quarterback. He gives us his best every time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but luckily we came out with that win. I'm happy how we played. Meanwhile, uh, a good get-right game. For one, Marvin Mims, you heard the numbers earlier, four catches, 71 yards, seemed to be right in the middle of everything for the Sooner sophomore wide receiver. Hey, can you just talk about the, the offense and, and sort of your involvement today, getting a little bit more involved? Um, I mean, really, it's just the plays that have drawn up. I mean, week in, week out, it's mostly, for the most part, it's kind of the same stuff. But, I mean, today we hit on them big time, so they're just open and we hit them. 
was it, was it good for you personally, maybe for your confidence? I mean, it felt good, of course. You know, we put more points on the board. You know, that was a great thing. But, um, you know, being able to help this team, you know, we put more points on the board. It got us in good scoring positions. You know, get great things blocking, all that stuff. So, you know, just whatever I can do to help the team. To Eric Bailey. Eric? I was wondering just how important was that drive right before halftime to get points and then also the first drive of the second half to get the touchdown. Just how big was that for momentum and for the offense overall? Oh, yeah, that's a huge momentum drive. You know, you go even when you close out the um, half with some points, I mean, you come back in, do the same thing to them. And the crowd was really silenced. I don't know if y'all can hear it or not, but there was silence out there when we were going out there working and, you know, moving the ball down the field. So that was great for us and our momentum. I want to ask you also just about Spencer's uh, command of the offense today. He looked like he had a really good game out there. Oh, yeah, he, he did great. You know, he's very vocal all week. You know, everybody was locked into it, locked into the game plan, locked into practice, how things were going. And we just showed a great way of practicing. We were able to transfer it over to the game. So it showed up well. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Let's go to Bob Prisbillo next. Bob? Marvin, less than two minutes left in the first half, only had two possessions. How tough is it to stay patient, stay within the plan, and not try to do too, uh, too much when you actually got back out there? Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was was kind of hard, you know, sitting there thinking about it because we, we definitely noticed as an offense that, man, we only had two possessions this half. You know, we brought attention to it at halftime too. But at the end of the day, I mean, we did the most we could with those two possessions. We put po points on the board with both of those possessions, and I think that was great for us, you know, going into the second half. You know, there wasn't much negative that we did out there. I mean, we shot ourselves in the foot a couple times with some penalties that set us back a little bit. And, um, you know, myself including on the block in the back call. But, um, you know, other than that, I mean, that was huge for us, you know, we, we want to have more than two possessions by the end of the day. I mean, we can't argue with it, the way the game's going. Go to uh, Ryan Chapman. Uh, you know, hey, Marvel, let ask you about Kennedy Brooks. Uh, got a lot more touches today, really got the run game going. How big was Kennedy for you guys and just the run game as a whole? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love watching KB run. You know, when I'm out there blocking for him, I can't watch him. But the way he hits the holes, I mean, it gives us a huge, you know, mentality boost. And, you know, people have to respect it. You know, that opens up stuff for the whole offense. And, you know, I don't think that, you know, a lot of people at home see that going on. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So. Jeremiah Hall had two scores, got a little dinged up, told me afterwards he was okay. But here is the co-host of the podcast on the prairie talking about the win Jeremiah congratulations uh just want to ask you uh, first rushing touchdown uh receiving touchdown just a big day how, how did it feel to contribute especially in day? oh man I didn't even think about that first rushing oh hey, Jeremiah, I think Jeremiah. 
Can you hear me? All right. Thank you. Um, I said I didn't even think about that. My first rushing touchdown. That's pretty cool. But um, no, in terms of contributing, you know, like I've said before, you guys, I just want to be able to uh, make the team better with the ball, without the ball. And uh, it just so happens today I got in the end zone a couple of times, and um, I'm happy for it. How big were those drives, one, the field goal drive before halftime and the touchdown drive right out of the locker room? How big was that for setting the tone for this football? Yeah, you know, it got us going momentum-wise. You know, it just showed that um, even though we're on the road and it'll be a tough game, that we can still do our thing. Uh, it gave us a little bit of confidence, especially at the beginning of the game, and it, and it really uh, got us going, gave us momentum for the rest of the way through. Here, my, I think. Go to uh, Jason Curse of the Athletic next. What's up, Jeremiah? How are you, man? Hey, Jason. Um, how important was this game for the offense as a whole, for your confidence, to come out and, and, and move the ball well and have some big plays? Uh, Kennedy gets more involved. Just do you think that this was a good momentum game for the offense? Yeah, exactly what you just said there at the end. Um, offense played a little bit better this game. As you guys know, we've struggled here in the past few games in the past, and so this was uh, definitely a good one for us to get underneath our belt. Uh, it just shows that we can. Um, get out there and dominate. It shows that we are capable of improving throughout the season. And uh, we aren't satisfied with where we're at, but this is a good first step. In the first half, when you only had three possessions, two going into that last one, is that frustrating to sort of be standing there on the sideline waiting to get back out there? Yeah. Uh, for an old head like me, you know, considering I'm used to getting maybe like five or four drives in one quarter, it was, it was frustrating. But that seems to be the theme of the, the season so far. You know, teams... Uh, Nebraska did it. Um, West V held on to the ball a little bit. Now you see K-State. So obviously, it's in the opponent's game plan. It's what we've come to expect. And so we weren't surprised, but we were ready, and uh, we responded. Thanks a lot, Max. Go to Bob Crisbillo. Nobody would know Kennedy more. So what, what was this week like for your roommate after only having five touches last week, and how happy are you with the way that he bounced back? Yeah, you know, obviously you guys know he's my roommate. So um, we talk about those type of things, but it's, it's always positive. You know, it's, you know, stay ready. You know, I didn't, I, I think I had like one touch going, I mean, not one touch, one touchdown going into this game. Um, I had one play going um, into the second quarter, but you always got to stay ready because you never know when your chance uh, may come up. And so that just comes with the preparation that we have each and every week. It shows that as old heads, you know, we're prepared for, anything and everything and to go out there and do our thing. So uh, shout out to KB, I'm, I'm proud of him. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports. I'm good, thank you. We will go to Jenny Carlson with the Oklahoma. Jeremiah, you need to quit talking about this old head thing. Some of us are actually old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 hey, I actually wanted to ask you a bit about the wrinkles that we saw today with um, Spencer getting out on some bootlegs. You guys maybe doing some more zone runs. Just how how do you feel like that affected things and maybe gave you guys a little bit of rhythm offensively? Uh, you know, that maybe had been a little that rhythm. Wait, hold on, I can't. Somebody's. I know. Sure. <laughs> I know. It's right next to. Oh, me. okay. I couldn't really. Okay, okay. You said Spencer. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Oh. Hold on a second, I'll help finish. What was different there? Sorry. What was different there? 
<laughs> you want to answer his question? <laughs> no, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you about the the wrinkles, the the offense, uh, maybe a little more bootleg, uh, getting the offense in rhythm, and then maybe how that affected not only the pass game but the run game for you guys today. Yeah, you know, obviously when we can get Spencer out in the open field, um, give him movement a little bit. It helps not only the run game, but uh, they're going to bite more on play action. So that's all in Coach Riley's game plan. That's something that he schemed up. But you guys know um, if we can get that run game moving, uh, they're going to bite more. When they bite, that allows for us to um, get Spencer moving outside the pocket, especially when you're playing a 3-3-5 defense like uh, K-State is. They're going to bite more on that play action because they have to get people in the box. And so. Uh, that's part of the game plan. I think we executed it pretty well, and obviously you guys saw it, uh, it worked for us a little bit. Thanks. Sorry for the delay. Oh, good. Time for a couple more, guys. Let's go to Austin Curry and then Chandler Engel right after that. Hey, Jeremiah. I just wanted to ask you about uh, what you thought about Spitzer's overall performance tonight. and. Uh... Oh, just his overall performance? I think he handled uh, the away game pretty well. Um, he stayed cool, calm, and collected, especially there towards the end. Uh, basically, he just did his job, kind of like everybody else. That's what we emphasize. Uh, you have to do no more than, than your job. He did his. Uh, he did a great job leading, and uh, we were able to come away with a W. And finally, Kennedy Brooks. Man, it was good to see the Sooner running game churning away, grinding out yards. Kennedy Brooks looked like 2019. Kennedy Brooks out there had a touchdown, 15 carries, 91 yards. Here's the running back afterwards. Hey, Kennedy, uh, congrats on the win. Um, can, can you just talk a little bit about your, your role today, uh, finally getting a little bit more involved? And we, we saw a little bit more of what we're used to seeing from you today. Uh, man, just, just I give all my credit to the O-line. I mean, they made my job hella easy today. Uh, made me find the runs, uh, the holes. So, I mean, I, my role hasn't really changed. I'm just here to do whatever I can to help my team. And today, I just had a little bit more. You know, Spencer was just telling us that he thought the O-line's mentality was a lot better this week. Did you get that impression as well? Uh, yeah, man, they, they grinded all week, man. They was more locked in than usual. Uh, coming off a, a bad week, just like all of us was, man, it was all more locked in. So it's, it showed on the field. We still got a lot more work, but uh, we're close. Thank you, Kennedy. Appreciate it. Go to uh, Dennis Stocks, yes. Got me, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Kennedy, what does it say when a, when a Heisman candidate um, who, who wins a game gets booed by you know, at least a portion of the fans at home? Do you, you think that ignited a little bit Spencer today? Uh, it definitely did, but I feel like it ignited all of us. I mean, because, man, he's a reflection on us, and we're a reflection on him. So, I uh, mean, it just it flew to us. To, just uh, infused us to be better, and we just go out there and, and do what we can just to improve. When you say it ignited you guys, what do you mean? Motivated you? Oh, uh, yeah, just motivated us. That's all. Go to Eric Bailey with Tulsa World. Hey, Kennedy, I was just wondering, what was Coach Riley's message to you guys all week after coming up back to back games where you knew you needed improvement? What was it like during practice, and did you see any difference in his coaching style today in the games? Uh, no, not really a difference. I mean, his message for us was just to uh, do what we did in practice and games. I mean, just keep it simple. I mean, we did great in practice. We just got translated into the game. So, I mean, that's what we did. We just focused on the little details, focus on, uh, focus on us, not even about what K-State's doing, just focus on us and improving, improving in our schemes. 
Appreciate it, Candy. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Coach, Jenny Carlson with Oklahoma. Hey, Kennedy. Um, I actually wanted to ask you about uh, plays today, scheme today. It seemed like you guys uh, were, were getting Spencer sort of out of the pocket. He was rolling. He was on the move. And that seemed to open the passing game up. But it also seemed to help with the run game. What impact did you see all of that having? what you guys were able to do offensively? Uh, you know, Coach Raleigh's, man, he's, he's great at what he do. So, man, he just, he make it easy for us and we just go out there and execute and it looks good. So, uh, man, we just, we just kept it simple today. Uh, just grinded all week and just go out there and execute and that's all. Spencer said that, you know, you guys added those wrinkles in during the week. Did you as part of that offense feel like, hey, Maybe this is the thing that really gets us on the move. I mean, I know it was hard in the first half. You guys were limited with the possessions you were able to get. But did you feel like, hey, maybe this is the key in the lock for us? Uh, <clears throat> man, honestly, man, just man, it's, it's wrinkles every week. So we just go out there and just just execute the calls, whatever it's called. We just go out there and just uh, do what we need to do and get the job done. So uh, with that, it's just. It goes down to our mentality and comes back to uh, how bad we want it. Thank you. Thank you. We've got time for a couple more. Let's go to Ryan Chapman <clears throat> and then Kurt right after that. Hey, Kennedy, I know everyone wants to you know, ball as many times as possible, but when you only have five touches last week, how hard is that to, to stay in rhythm from, from week to week to not have a performance yeah, like this today? Uh, it's, man, it's not hard, man. You just got to stay confident. You got to stay positive. Man, just everything works out. It, what we can, man. We came out with a win, and that, all that matters. Like I, I'm here to uh, help the team win. So I mean, I'm not really worried about my touches or, or uh, me, uh, me trying to get the ball all the time. Man. I'm just going out there. Once I get my opportunities, go out there and ball for my team. That's it. Take one more. Let's go to Austin Kurt. Right. Hey, Kennedy. I was just curious what you thought of Spencer's overall day today and how he sort of came the offense. Uh, man, he, he had an amazing day, man. He was a great leader out there, uh, kept everybody calm, kept everybody locked in, focused on the sidelines, and great gave a, uh, great energy on and off the field. So, I mean, it was just, uh, it was just amazing just to see what he did today. So, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Sooners only had three first-half possessions. Three. That's it. But end up grinding out the 37-31 win. Defensive coordinator Alex Grinch knows there's some things to fix, Feels good coming away with the win. Yeah, Alex, uh, yet another tight game that sort of goes down to the wire. It looked like y'all could maybe breathe a little bit there with about 10 minutes left. What has this done for your team, this stretch of close games, your team, your defense, uh, to, to continually be in these four-quarter games here, you know, especially given what you all have coming up here? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's certainly some positives to, to responding when adversity hits. You know, the, the the tough part is when you create the adversity on your own. That's where you you know you 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 start the fire and then you you become look how good we are as uh, as firemen type of deal, right? And uh, maybe that's a bad analogy. I don't know, but it's the only one I can come up with. But I, I, I certainly think you can find a way to win a game. Obviously, play well enough to uh, to do just that. Um, and then I, I think it's indicative of what. what uh, you know, uh, good good college football should you know happens to be. I mean, it, it's it's never going to be easy. If we're looking for easy, we're probably in the wrong profession. Certainly, it's the same uh, uh, approach from a, the, the the player standpoint. If they want it to be easy, uh, it's 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 hard to win. It's always a constant reminder. Um, and and 
there, there's times specifically today where we're gonna make it really hard on ourselves. Hey, Alex, uh, I'm curious kind of just how you prepared through the week not knowing what was going on with Skylar Thompson. Uh, obviously, he wasn't very mobile today, but um, how does that play out this week? And, and did you have a sense at all that you're going to be facing him today? Well, the results would suggest we didn't prepare at all for, for any quarterback uh, or the offense that we faced, which that's something we got to analyze as a defensive staff. And obviously, I'm in charge of it. So we, we, we clearly did a poor job, specifically myself. And I think that's regardless of quarterback. You know, what they do offensively is very multiple. We've talked about it. You use the jet sweeps. You know, the, the you know, tailback's obviously a good player, a good, a good old line. I, I think, uh, you know, certainly got a lot of respect uh, um, for number seven. He's, he's uh, you know, uh, done, done a tremendous job against us uh, now three times. Um, but uh, no, to, to, to say somehow any issues that we had defensively were because we didn't know who was going to be the quarterback would be, a, be a, a false. Um, but he did a tremendous job, and, and, and certainly credit goes to those guys. It turns out they prepared for us um, certainly much better than we prepared for them. Alex, I wanted to get your reaction to uh, Nick Benito's fumble return in the uh, – in the first quarter, and then I think uh, third quarter, uh, Jordan Mukes, it looked like was in coverage on that deep ball. Uh, here's a guy who's, I guess, played safety most of the first half of the year, and now he looks like he might have moved to corner. Can you kind of describe what happened there? Yeah, just trying to get more production out of the, you know, the, the, the back seven of our defense, whether it's linebacker or, or secondary, and, and earn reps in practice. I thought he was in pretty good shape, and you know, you got to adjust to. Uh, as the route climb, climbs higher, you got to climb higher with it, and, that, and maybe the video is, is different than uh, um, uh, initially how how I saw it. But uh, you know, trying to get some young guys going, um, it's it's also you know indicative of kind of how guys are practicing. Um, we believe in practice. Some some of our players don't, um, and and so guys get opportunities when when uh, other guys maybe don't uh, you know practice as well and stuff. But 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 certainly game evaluations are part of it too. But trying to get uh, a young guy going. Um, and, and I think he's going to be a good uh, Oklahoma Sooner in time. Maybe it's, a, it's, it's bad on my part to put him in, in that situation. So uh, any issue that he has on me. Uh, you know, watching Nick, I think, you know, having an opportunity to get a takeaway, they're not into, they don't get points for crossing midfield. We can get as frustrated as we want. They get a few first downs and we can have sensitivity to it. Um, or we can find a way to make a play. Um, I thought it was, it, it was uh, tremendous. I think Reggie, uh, you got to help me out here. I think Reggie maybe got it out, right? Um, and, and just keep, keep swinging, just keep, keep battling. You know, we, we, don't, we don't gain uh, immunity to, to, you know, we're not immune to offenses having drives against us. Um, and so what we got to do is we got to find, obviously, um, but, but we got to find a way to, to get a stop. And there's two other instances, I think, today, or three other instances maybe where we dropped interceptions. Um, and, and it's not extra credit to make plays. And so we got we got to do make more of those, but that was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. And uh, in a one possession game, you know, you circle back to some of those. James, James, you know, uh, you know, Alex, I'm just curious. You don't sound like you're real happy with how the defense played today. Yet in the middle of the game, you know, you forced punch. You, you know, you had the big play with Benito at the beginning. I'm curious, how well did you feel like your defense played today? Well, number one, I'm thrilled with the win, and so my, my, I, I, I am. It's hard, it, I, you know, can't say it's hard to win and to be sad that you won. I'm, not, I'm certainly not that, you know, just, uh, um, you know, the, the, 
the, the plays that, that we didn't make are, are rolling in my head and, and you know so much of it being self-inflicted you know, you're, you're not going to champion a good defensive performance and not that anybody would, would give us credit for one today um, and, and have the the errors that we had which goes back to preparation which goes back to coaching um, and we were not a defensive a week operation and we're not taking advantage of those cumulative reps that we keep talking about eight months of uh, nine months now ten months of repping these calls and all of a sudden you know I assure you we have someone responsible for the tailback, um, and, and yet, uh, you, you know, uh, on national television, uh, it, it appears that uh, we're not very coached, uh, well-coached unit. So, um, in any event, no, I'm, I'm thrilled. Find a way, man. Find a way. But believe me, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I got a, a big smile. You just can't see it, uh, knowing that uh, you know we're five and zero football team. And, and like I've talked about before, it's a one-week evaluation. It was good enough to win today. Our, our chief goal is to hold them to one point less than uh, the offense scores. We got that done. Um, and then uh, we, we got to get a whole lot better. Hey, congrats on the win. Thanks so much. Yeah, Alex, uh, can you kind of talk about when those long drives happen, just how, how hard is it for, I guess, your defensive line, your substituting? those rotations how do y'all go about that and can you see i guess uh, just the, the the i guess with redmond out can you see the lack of uh depth there at, at certain positions yeah i think that the, the lack of depth is playing itself out you know it, it and, and again that that there's been times where you know we've been awfully excited about the depth and then we can circle guys that made plays for us uh in weeks prior to but that, so we'll keep it very specific to to this game um, I, I thought the impact of our, our front was minimal uh, at, at best. You know, uh, the, the opportunity for quarterbacks to step up and make plays, and uh, it was almost non-existent over the course of the game. Again, that's on me, right? What am I doing wrong uh, to uh, you know put the, the defensive front in the position that they, they can't have more production and have a more impact on the game? So it uh, it's on us as coaches. Uh, you know, uh, the calls haven't changed since. You know, uh, you know, days pass where we had more production. Maybe they, they need to, um, but uh, no, certainly. Again, you don't, you're not immune to those things, and, and you get really frustrated. And all of a sudden, you look up. There's 10 points at halftime. I, I sure wish there was 10 points uh, at the end of the fourth quarter. Right? You know, and so um, no football happens. Um, it, 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 you know, game breaks out every Saturday. Uh, that opponent has a tendency to want to move the ball on you. Sometimes they do. We got to do a better job. Uh, yeah, Coach. So Lincoln really expressed that this was uh, a game where he saw OU play like a complete team. So I'm just wondering, how does this help you go into practice against Texas, who is also starting to look like a complete team? Yeah, I just think it's it's you know it's a lot better going to practice as a five and zero football team. I think you know our guys have to be prepared for for hard coaching. They need to be prepared to listen. They need to be prepared to uh, you know we need to rebuild trust as coaches on the defensive side of the ball uh, from the standpoint of the things we're telling you to do. They're go it, it's going to work, man. You got to trust us on this. You know you're 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 a click away. You're a strain play away. Um, and so I think what it allows us to do is just that is be have very honest conversations. Uh, and and um, you know you you and I. Uh, all of us are having one right now. It, it was good enough to win this football game. I don't know that it's going to be good enough moving forward. And so that's the that's what we have to attack this week, and we have to get better, uh, you know, primarily as coaches. Hey, last hey, last over to Kerry and Ryan. Kerry, go ahead. 
Alex, from everything you've talked about, are, are you surprised that you just haven't gotten more individual plays uh, on the quarterback? Uh, you know, you, you're getting flashes of that, but uh, I know you sent some guys on blitz and didn't get home tonight. Uh, but are you just surprised that you haven't gotten more individual plays? Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised also from the production of the back seven. You know, we have you know zone coverage isn't all of a sudden it obviously is going to be a completion. Um, you know, or, or uh, you know, like give me those slants from last week that we're so frustrated with, right? And then all of a sudden today, let's defend the slant. All of a sudden, the, you know, the, the ball that's thrown underneath us, you know, turns into an explosive play. And I'm sitting there like I, I don't know which coach is communicating that to their players that that's somehow acceptable. Or that's how we play zone coverage. I bring that up because that that level of the defense has to allow those guys in the front. It's 11 guys working together. Obviously, one guy gets a sack, one guy gets a takeaway. Uh, so often on an individual play, but so much of it is 11 guys uh, playing as one, not 11 guys minus two, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, plays have a tendency to be more positive on the offensive side of the ball. And, and, and also, I don't know where our mind, it's, it's, it's too much 10 plus one. I'll just kind of be out here, you guys go make a play. And then, and, uh, you know, too often, uh, uh, you know, uh, football has a funny way of finding you, uh, you know, when, when you have that mentality. We, we got, uh, uh, do a better job. Eleven guys. Eleven guys. You know, am I surprised? You know, one guy's not making a play. You know, uh, when, when eleven guys aren't doing the right thing, it's very difficult for one guy to make one. Also, could you just talk about Justin Royals today? I mean, have to get the start for Yeah, no. Justin's really stepped up. Uh, played well. Um, you know, there's certainly some bright spots, and and and, and um, you know, uh, God dang, I hope so. As you go through it, but I, I think uh, you know, looking at Justin, the guys played a bunch of positions. Four stepped up. Obviously, you know, trouble's been out. Uh, uh, you know, end of the last game. Obviously, Keyshawn Lawrence played a lot uh, tonight. Billy Bowman coming back. Uh, you know, has, has uh, you know helped us. Got Damon Harmon in a little bit today. Um, and uh, no, been 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 pleased with uh, you know Justin. Um, and and he like so many other guys, you know, just just uh, fighting for more production. But was very pleased. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Alex, you alluded to it with a couple of those answers there, but uh, the, the problems with defending Deuce Vaughn, especially uh, in, in the passing game and really all their like, uh, underneath and, and some of that short passing that they were able to have success with, it seemed like you figured some stuff out uh, there as the game went on. Did you, uh, you know, what, what was different there? Sorry, there's a question. No, I got you. What, what was different there? And, and, you know, what does that mean for, you know, here moving forward, especially as you've got, uh, you know, another really talented run sure. back to face? Yeah, and and you got to make a decision. You know how much respect do you give to you know from a uh, you know running back in the in the pass game? Uh, you know how involved is he? Uh, obviously, in some of the empty sets, you know they they use him obviously out of the backfield, and then late in the game, we got two guys on him, and we both decide to leave him, uh, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me um, as you go through it. So no, I I, I think just overall. Uh, as you look at, it, you got to make sure in zone coverage. Some of that is, you know, if you wait to the ball, you know, the receiver catches the ball. We're playing zone. There's limitations in every zone coverage. They throw the ball underneath. All right, it, it, it may be an opportunity to still get a PBU. We got an elite break on the football, but even then, then it's a catch. It's got to be down on contact. And and so uh, as, as big as anything on, on a lot of those things was, um, again, it's it's a catch. We're so frustrated by the catch, we decide to miss a tackle. And the fact that there's not a convergence on that ball, zone coverage implies all zone. It's not certain guys are in zone, everybody else is playing man. Um, so, so much of that is just, 
you know, uh, creates the ease of execution offensively. Um, because whether you're in man conflict, obviously you got one-on-one -on -one coverage, and then if you're in zone and they have success versus either, um, then uh, obviously uh, it makes it very difficult to, to roll the extra calls and feel like you got any semblance of uh, taking something away. And so, um, you know, again, credit goes to them. They, they, they uh, certainly Kansas State does a great job. And it was the longest fumble return in Oklahoma Sooner football history. Didn't quite hit pay dirt as Nick Benito ran out of gas at about the opponent's 40-yard line. But the Sooner edge rusher, outside backer, looked good on Saturday. Well, Nick, I mean, you knew there's going to be a challenge trying to contain Deuce Vaughn the entire afternoon. How would you assess the way you guys were able to try to contain him? Uh, he's a tough guy. Like, you don't really see that many guys like that short, like running the ball. So, like, we had to really, like, get low and try and tackle him. And then he's also a guy that can make you miss an open space. So it was really more of a game plan to just everybody rally to the ball because um, it's, 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 it's football. You know, he's going to make somebody miss. And as long as we're running to the ball, as long as everybody's trying to get there, you know, we, uh, we did a really, good, a really good job at rallying on him. To uh, Jason Kersey with The Athletic. Yeah, Nick, could you just take us through the, the fumble return? Uh, pretty big momentum swinger there early in the game. Nah, like, Coach Grinch always preaches running to the ball, and good thing, when you run to the ball, good things always happen. And uh, I, that play, I was just coming from the backside. I was just trying to hustle to the ball, and it was a great play to, for Reggie Grimes to strip the ball out, and I just picked it up, and then my tank went on knee real fast. So, But it was still a great play by Reggie. Thanks a lot, Nick. Yep. Go to uh, Eric Bailey with the World. Hey, Nick, congratulations. Uh, I want to ask you, just how would you rate how the defense played overall today? Uh, I, I feel like we played good. Uh, I don't think we finished like pretty good uh, at all. Um, we gave we busted a lot of calls towards the end. Uh, we made a lot of missed errors towards the end, and we, we just didn't finish well. But Coach Grinch will handle it for us on Monday for sure. So, how big was this for some of the younger players to play in a full stadium, trying to just get in that environment and getting that under their belt? Oh, it was good. You know, we've been talking about it all week, and especially, you know, Manhattan. You know, it's, it's really a crazy environment. I remember we came here two years ago, and it was rocking, so I kind of talked to the younger guys that, that had to play in this game and, and, uh, and just told them what to expect. And, you know, we, we really did a good job, you know, uh, uh, calming down, you know, making sure, you know, we playing our game, not worrying about the crowd, knowing it's only, you know, 70 of us here, and we're, we're only playing for ourselves. So I feel like we did a really good job. Nick, thanks. Have a safe trip home. Thank you. Go to Chandler. This isn't the first time this year you guys played an offense that likes to have very long drives that drain a lot of clock and really dominate the time of possession. How do you guys stay composed doing that? How do you stay fresh? Uh, really take me through how you guys were able to handle K-State's offense when they went on those long drives. Um, it was just about, you know, redialing and having that next play mentality and you know, if the chains move, it's another it's another chance to get a three and out takeaway or something else Coach Grinch preaches. And, you know, they, they were moving the ball down the field. You know, second half, I feel like we kind of did a little better job at it, you know, with three and outs and, you know, not, not letting them get those, those long possessions. So, you know, I feel like we, in the second half, we really hankered down on it. And, um, but, we, you know, I feel like we still just got to do a better job of just getting three and outs. We can't go on those long drives. Thanks, Nick. One more question from Ryan Chapman. Hey, Nick, uh, did you guys prepare for Skyler Thompson all week? Oh, uh, yeah, we actually prepare for all three quarterbacks because, you know, a lot of them, you know, they, they're kind of similar, but a little bit, they bring a little bit different to the game. So um, we really prepared for everything this week, and that's hats off to Coach Grinch. You know, he's always going to have a good game plan for us. 
And, you know, thank God, you know, we were ready, you know, no matter what quarterback was in there. So I, mean, I feel like we did a good job today. Did you sense he was less mobile than usual today? Was it any easier for you guys to keep him in the pocket? Yeah, a little bit. I feel like there was some times, you know, he could have pulled the ball, you know, on some, some zone read stuff and um, so, and uh, all that type of stuff. But um, I, I don't know what their game plan was. Maybe it was just feed deuce the ball. But, um, you know, I could definitely sense, you know, there was a little uh, precaution for him. And one last one uh, from Bob Prisbilla, real quick. Nick, it's just one extra play, but the challenge of, you know, three and out almost didn't matter today. It was like you had to go to fourth down every single time. Just the challenge of always having to play that one extra play to try to get that stop. Um, it's just a, you know, a mindset that, that Coach Grinch brings into us because, you know, he always talks about three and out takeaway, but sometimes it can be four down. We can't look at him and be like, what the heck? You know, we just got to play football. We got to play another snap of, of football and make a play. So, um, you know, that's just something that he instills in us every day. And, you know, we bought it out. You know, we didn't get a lot of, we didn't get all four down stops, but, you know, we came through when we needed to. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of my guys. Again, 37-31, the final score. Oklahoma gets the win. The Sooners on the road to Dallas on Saturday for an 11 a.m. kick against the Texas Longhorns. It's going to be a fun week of content and previews right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and subscribing. Spread the word. And learn more by searching Sooner Sports Podcast on iTunes or by going to Soonersports.com slash podcast. Fun week ahead. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the win. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. And by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.